This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Hey, what's up guys and welcome to this week's episode of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann and I have watched some good shows this past week. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little sad because Lego Masters Season 2 is over and congrats to the winners. That's like one of our favorite game shows. I don't know if you would like really consider it like a game show. It's just very creative. And who doesn't love a good game show? I mean, come on. <laughs> Lego Masters is just so freaking creative and I love the visual effects put into it, especially taking like a builder's work and animating it when it's time for them to show it off. That part is so cool to me. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I've watched that, the new What If episode, a few documentaries actually, like I'm actually in the middle of watching this Lula Rich documentary on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you guys have, but I do own a few pieces of that and well, I guess you guys, if you watch the documentary, you'll find out. So yeah. <laughs> but another one I actually watched was kind of an eye-opener about 9-11 and how it's still affecting the first responders today and that was actually made by Spike Lee and you can stream that on HBO Max. And speaking of HBO Max, there is a new show that premiered on there this past week that I'm going to talk about for this episode and it's called Scenes from a Marriage. The first episode is now available to stream on the platform and I was initially interested in this series because of the two main actors, Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. I adore these two and I'm especially a big fan of Jessica's work in film as well as her personality when we see her on talk shows and the like. I mean she's hilarious in some of her interviews and sketches she's done. She can be so silly and goofy one minute but be a cold hearted sinister character in a movie the next. I mean come on have you guys seen Crimson Peak? <laughs> her emotional range is just so great overall and this series shines light on that fact that she could just go from 0 to 10. The show's premise is basically what the title is. It's written and directed by Hege Levy and once again sorry if I'm mispronouncing that and one thing that draws the audience to this series is what I stated above. You got two blockbuster actors as your main characters and you want to see their interaction with each other. Plus that little bit of random PDA from Oscar Isaac smelling or kissing, I don't even know what he was doing, Jessica's arm. That was at the Venice International Film Festival and that got the internet buzzing. And I'm pretty sure they're both married so they're probably doing it for the audience of the show. Who knows? But I'm going to try to keep this review spoiler free but be warned, a few spoilers might slip. Also. If you are triggered by abortion in that nature, this show might not be for you. The start of it was very interesting to me. Though because we see Jessica arriving on set, the crew addressing her, telling her good morning and such, and then they start rolling and the show starts there. I'm wondering why they broke the fourth wall like right at the start and then kind of changed the pace and you forget that part even happened towards the end of the episode. I don't know, it was kind of weird to me. It starts out with the setting of this couple's house. Their names are Mira and Jonathan, and they have a little girl with whom they both just adore. They meet a therapist in their living room and start talking about themselves. The therapist asks questions to kind of get to know them, but in reality, the audience gets to know them more and can already start making assumptions. 
You know by the look on Mira's face that things aren't great, and some of the answers they are given when asked by the therapist draws a picture of what their relationship could be all about and can be applied to the rule of marriage, always being honest with your partner. They don't communicate at all with each other, they have different goals, and they just want different things, and Jonathan makes some passive-aggressive comments also at the start with his answers to the therapist, and he kind of backtracks because he sees that he kind of either like made Mira upset or might have offended her and just kind of pretends he doesn't mean it, but you know he meant it. Right off the bat, I knew this marriage is full of secrets and lies, and they touch upon it a little bit, and then they go into a flashback. The timeline of this flashback seems very recent to the present time, and it was a treat to see Corey Stoll make an appearance as a friend named Peter. They have dinner with Peter and his estranged wife, I think. <laughs> I can't... Like, that's just it. I don't know. It just goes so fast, right? And the explanation to things just, like, kick off really fast. But his estranged wife, as I'm just gonna make her out to be, is Kate, played by Nicole Barre. Again, sorry. And a conversation turning south accumulates into a huge fight between the couple and the women go upstairs and the men stay downstairs. Mira discovers a revelation in herself and in my opinion, I think it dawns on her that she's not attracted to Jonathan like she used to be. So in this same flashback, but that night after Peter and Kate go home, Mira tells Jonathan she's pregnant. I thought this story was happening in a very little time span at this point, so I'm kind of lost when placing this timeline of events out. Now we're in a whole other storyline that we didn't really see coming at the beginning. The couple obviously did not plan for the baby and are visibly and vocally very unsure of the future. They reach an agreement, but one party seems to have agreed just to make the other happy. That's not good, and unfortunately, many marriages and couples have that, where you just agree because you don't want to argue. If you do that too much, then it can be extremely toxic and deteriorating to your health mentally and emotionally. Just always be honest. I do have to say, though, I like the aesthetic of the set with their home and the color schemes. It looks like a very old-school home, very artsy, art deco-ish almost. And Jessica Chastain doesn't wear makeup in this show, and Oscar has a rugged appearance, he's got like a beard going on, and you can just feel the emotion and troubles this couple is going through on their faces. These two actors are doing a fantastic job, and their chemistry is great. And like I said earlier, the story just takes off, and I felt like they tried to cover a little too much in the hour the episode duration was. However, I do look forward to more, and will be curious to see how this all pans out in the end. HBO Max has really risen as a competent streaming platform, especially over this past year. They've been releasing films along with their theatrical releases to stream for a limited time, such as like the Justice League, Wonder Woman, and I don't think I've heard anything negative about that. I mean, we all know what's going on with Scarlett Johansson and her team in Disney+, but I personally haven't heard anything like that happening with HBO Max and all that. Let me know if you have, but yeah. Now they are really branching out though and making their own content exclusively for the platform and I look forward to seeing what they have in store. It's good they're creating their own content because I know some platforms don't have exclusive like new and exciting content and you end up watching what you want and end up canceling like you download a streaming platform just to like 
maybe watch a rerun of a show that aired a few years ago or a movie that's older, but then you watch it and you don't need that platform anymore. But I'm glad HBO Max seems to be on the right path. Plus, you can watch older films like now they put all the Harry Potter movies on there and then shows like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that's like one of my favorites. It's overall a great platform and I recommend it. So for those that have watched Scenes from a Marriage, what do you think? Also, what are you guys watching these days? It's good to have some interesting shows, movies, and overall entertainment coming back better than ever, which leads to next week's episode, The Return of Broadway. I'm going to be talking with some of my friends and we're just going to discuss our favorite musicals and plays and even our Tony Award predictions because those are going to be on a week from Sunday. So you don't want to miss out on that. And I was in theater all through high school and I mean like my favorite musical at that time was Wicked. I think that was like everyone else's favorite musical back in the day. It probably still is. And Wicked still holds a place in my heart. but. Now as an adult, I really enjoy Les Miserables, so, but I have a lot of favorites. So anyway, we'll discuss that all next weekend, and I hope you guys have a good week, and I'll talk to you then.